Diabetic nephropathy stages. Diabetic nephropathy may be classified as occurring in five stages. Stage one, hyperinfiltration, increasing in glomerular infiltration rate. Type, uh, and number two is maybe reversible. Stage two, silent or latent phase. The most patients do not develop microalbuminuria for 10 years. GFR remains elevated. Stage three or incipient nephropathy. Microalbuminuria, albuminic secretion of 3 to 300 mg per day, deep stick is negative. Stage four, overt nephropathy. Persistence proteinuria, albuminic secretion is more than 300 mg per day, deep stick is positive. Hypertension is present in most patients and the histology shows diffuse glomerular and focal glomerular sclerosis, Kimmler steel, Wilson, Jules. Stage 5 is in stage renal disease. GFR typically less than 10 ml per minute and general replacement therapy needed. The timeline given here is for type 1 diabetics patients with type 2 diabetes mellitus progress through similar stages but in a different time scale. Some type 2 diabetes mellitus patients may progress quickly to the later stages. Renal vascular disease. Renal vascular disease is most commonly due to atherosclerosis more than 95% of patients. It is associated with risk factors such as smoking and hypertension that cause atheroma elsewhere in the body. It may present as hypertension or chronic renal failure or flash pulmonary edema. In younger patients, however, fibromuscular dysplasia needs to be considered. Fibromuscular dysplasia is more common in young women and characteristically has a string of beads appearance on angiography. Patients respond well to balloon angioplasty. Investigation MR angiography is now the investigation of a choice. Number two is CT angiography. Conventional renal angiography is less commonly performed used nowadays, but may still have a role when planning, planning surgery. So renal vascular disease is most commonly due to atherosclerosis more than 95% of patients is due to atherosclerosis. It is associated with risk factors like smoking and hypertension that cause atheroma elsewhere in the body. It may present as hypertension, chronic renal failure, or flash pulmonary edema. In younger patients, however, fibromuscular dysplasia needs to be considered. Fibromuscular, fibromuscular dysplasia is more common in young women and characteristically has a string of beads appearance appearance on angiography. Patients respond well to balloon angioplasty. Investigation MR angiography is now the investigation of a choice. Number two is CT angiography or conventional renal angiography, but it is less commonly performed used nowadays, but may still have a role when planning surgery. Renal complications of systemic lupus erythromatosis. Lupus nephritis is a severe manifestation of systemic lupus erythromatosis that can result in end-stage renal disease. Systemic lupus erythromatosis patients should be monitored by, by, by performing urine analysis at regular checkup. Appointment to rule out proteinuria. WHO classification class 1 will find normal kidney class 2 mesangial proliferative glomerulonephritis, which is mean proliferation in the mesangial cells. Class 3 focal and segmental proliferative glomerulonephritis. Class 4 diffuse proliferative glomerulonephritis, and class 4 is the most common and most severe. Class 5 diffuse membranous glomerulonephritis. Class 6 sclerosing glomerulonephritis. Class Four, which is diffuse proliferative glomerulonephritis, is the most common and severe fall. Renal biopsy characteristically shows the following findings. We will find number one, glomeruli show endothelial and mesangial proliferation while loop appearance. Number two, if severe, the capillary wall may be thickened secondary to immune complex deposition. Number three, by electron microscopy, will show subendothelial immune complex deposits. 
Number four, granular appearance on immunofluorescence. So management, we have to treat the hypertension and give corticosteroids if clinical evidence of disease and may have may give immunosuppressant like azacyoprene or cyclophosphamide. Thanks. HIV renal involvement. Renal involvement in HIV patients may occur as a consequence of treatment of the virus itself. Protease inhibitors such as indinavir can precipitate intratubular crystal obstruction. So, renal involvement in HIV patients may occur as a consequence of treatment of the virus itself. Protease inhibitors such as indinavir in, in can precipitate intratubular crystal obstruction. HIV-associated necropathy accounts for up to 10% of in-stage renal failure causes, uh, cases in the United States. Antiretroviral therapy uh, has been shown to alter the course of the disease. There are five key features of uh, HIV-associated nephropathy. Number one, massive proteinuria resulting in nephrotic syndrome. Number two, normal or large kidneys. Number three, focal segmental glomerulosclerosis with focal or global capillary collapse, collapse on renal biopsy. Number four, elevated urea and creatine. And number five, normal tension. So the Characters, characters or the features of the HIV renal involvement is number one, massive proteinuria resulting in nephrotic syndrome, number two, normal or large kidneys, number three, focal segmental glomerulosclerosis with focal or global capillary collapse on renal biopsy, number four, elevated urea and creatinine, number five, normal tension.